Hello, this is George, George Prince, the writer and narrator of the Tales of Hobgob and Mulch. Thank you very much for joining me. We're up to an episode which explores all sorts of things, races, giant snails, it's all there. So I really hope you enjoy it. Please do make yourselves comfortable and put your feet up because we have the Tales of Hobgob and Mulch, Volume 3, Chapter 4, The Race. In the realm there was a kingdom. In the kingdom there was a village. In the village there was an inn. And in that inn two friends, Hobgob the goblin and Mulch the tree, told the tales of their adventures. The tales of Hobgob and Mulch. One cloudy day, Hobgob and Mulch approached the sweeping mountain range. It was here that the great race was to start. The race was one of the most important events in the realm and had taken place for many an age. It was considered a great honour to be selected as a rider and much training was required. Traditions had to be learnt and every jockey needed to be at the peak of physical fitness. For the race was run by some of the fastest creatures in the realm, the ancient racing snails. The snails lived in two vast caves, and it was only permitted to venture there on race days. Now, for the first time, Hobgob and Mulch had been selected as riders. They had been training for many moons, and had passed every test to prove themselves worthy of this great privilege. Now the day had come, and they were finally ready. Mulch, do you think the caves will be as big as they say in the lessons? whispered Hobgob. I expect they'll be big, replied Mulch. The giant has been at rest there for countless ages. The lessons had taught them that the snails had resided in their cave since the giant had gone to rest. His rest had been so long that a mountain had formed over him and only his vast nose remained above the rock. In the cavernous nostrils the snails had built their home and remained there to this day. Once the snails emerged and selected their riders, they would race through the great forests and across the plains. Eventually, Hobgob, Mulch and the other riders reached the peak of the mountain and saw the caves. They approached slowly, remembering all they had learned from the lessons. A large trough was filled with ice water and each one of the riders splashed themselves to cleanse before meeting the snails. Then they lined up and waited. Mulch! I don't know if I'm terrified or excited, Hobgob hopped in anticipation. I'm both, Mulch shivered with excitement. And then the ancient racing snails began to emerge. Huge shells with complex swirls and patterns were balanced atop their long, muscular bodies. The colours shimmered and shone in the sunlight. Their noble faces were set and determined. They formed a line facing the nervous riders and began their ceremony. Chanting as one, their voices joined in a powerful crescendo that brought everyone into a deep trance. The riders joined in, producing a deep sound that seemed to pour from the depths of the earth. Then the snails selected their riders. They approached those who sang in tune with them and lowered their shells. Hobgob found himself staring deep into the eyes of a snail with long, drooping whiskers. 
Mulch found herself staring deep into the eyes of a snail with a mouth that seemed to curl into a smile. They had been chosen. The riders climbed onto the snail's lowered shells and crouched into racing position. Settling into their saddles, Hobgob and Mulch looked at each other. This is it, they nodded, and they held on. All at once, the snails launched forward. They moved so fast that they turned into a blur. One of the other riders was taken by surprise and tumbled from their snail, pounding the ground with frustration after they'd fallen. The air ripped past, so loud that they couldn't hear a thing. Except, of course, for the chatter of their snail. What a relief it is to be free from that nostril, and please excuse my lack of manners. I'm Shellman, Colonel Shellman. Hobgob clung on. An honour to meet you, Colonel, he shouted into the snail's ear. We live in those wretched caves and have done for far too many moons now. Anyway, how are you up there? Oh, thank you, oh blessed Colonel. There's no need for that formality. I have chosen you, and now we are friends. Just call me Shellman. Meanwhile, Mulch was struggling to hold on. Oh, please, please don't make me laugh anymore, she pleaded. I'm going to let go if I'm not careful. I'm telling you, love, when that giant snores, you ain't heard nothing like it. And I've heard a few things in my time, the snail winked. Well, my name's Shelmer. Love it to meet you, Mulch. But, but I hadn't told you my name. I already knew your name, pet. I chose you, didn't I? The race continued. The snails dodged in and out among the trees of the forest, never slowing, executing turns at breakneck speed. Suddenly, they emerged onto the vast plain. The snails accelerated. It seemed impossible that they could go any faster, but they did. Hobgob and Mulch were doing all they could to hold on, sucked up into the air with the force of travelling at such high speed. The snails were pushing themselves faster and faster. The sound tearing past them grew louder and louder. There was no world, only their snail, and only the urgent need to hold on. They went faster and faster and faster. Finally, they approached the gap. The gap was the eternal void that marked the end of their world. Nobody had ventured across it, and nobody even ventured close to its edge, except to finish the great race. For the gap was the finish line. The snails would stop, and the riders would need to dismount and to run the final distance. The first to reach the edge was the winner. Without warning, the snails came to a sudden halt. The jolt for the rider was huge, and they were all thrown forward, grasping at anything they could to hold on, using all of their strength. Except, one of the riders did not hold on. Nobby the gnome had been training with Hobgob and Mulch for many moons. They had worked hard, and together had been dreaming of the great race. But poor Nobby had lost his grip at the crucial moment. The other riders climbed down from their snails and began to run towards the gap, but Hobgob had seen what had happened and called out to Mulch. Mulch! Look! They both watched as Nobby flew through the air. He fell into the ground and rolled over once, twice, and he disappeared over the edge. The other riders were so focused on their race that they did not notice Nobby's fate and continued to sprint towards the gap. 
but Hopgob and Mulch forgot the race and dashed towards the point where Nobby had disappeared. Their training had left them extremely fit and fast, and they dodged the other riders who sprinted past them. Then they came to the edge and peered over. The gap was a swirling abyss. Clouds roared within it, parting to reveal a bottomless darkness. And there was Nobby, clinging to a tree root that poked out of the rock. Help! cried the stricken gnome, his beard waving helplessly. Quick, instructed Mulch, hold my branch and don't let go. Hobgob seized Mulch's longest branch and dug the heel of his foot into the ground. Mulch lowered into the gap and reached out towards Nobby. She was close, but not close enough. Shelmer and Colonel Shelman arrived and formed a snail chain. Take my antenna, ordered the colonel, and they lowered Mulch deeper into the gap. Nobby reached towards them, but still wasn't quite close enough, and his grip was slipping. Mulch looked at the root. Cousin, please extend yourself just long enough to save our friend. After a pause, the root shuddered. It heaved and pulled and pushed Nobby upwards, just far enough for him to reach out and seize Mulch's outstretched branch. Oh, thank you, dear cousin. I'm happy to help a cousin in need, replied the root. The snails pulled themselves up, and Hobgob, Mulch, and Nobby hugged, so relieved that everyone was safe. You appear to have forgotten the race, observed Colonel Shellman. Oh, of course, we completely forgot, puffed Hobgob and Mulch. Who won? They looked across at the other riders. It seems pretty obvious to me, Pat, smiled Shelmer. Nobody moved more quickly than Nobby here. He won. Nobby stood stunned, his beard waving, and his mouth hanging open in surprise. And Hobgob and Mulch sacrificed their race to save their friend, so they are honorary winners, announced Colonel Shelman. The three friends were held aloft by the other riders, and they mounted the ancient racing snails once more to return home and to retire to the dragon's arms to celebrate. Thank you so much for joining me for the tales of Hobgob and Mulch. To hear about upcoming episodes, please do hit subscribe. Also, you can follow Hobgob and Mulch on Instagram and Twitter, at Hobgob and Mulch, and please leave comments wherever you want to. It's always great to hear from you. All of the stories are written and narrated by me, George Prince, copyright 2020. I'm very much looking forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.